Everybody, welcome back to the Music Biz Weekly podcast and another special episode of the Music Biz Weekly presents War Stories from the Music Front. I am one of the co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Lauren Weissman. Welcome back, hey, Lauren. Michael. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? Doing good. So you uh, you threw out another topic before we hit the record here that I thought was was pretty good. I, the, the topic for today I was thinking we could discuss was reviews. While so many musicians, they want you to review their album on iTunes, on Amazon, on their social media pages, Google, anywhere else, there's a tendency for musicians not to do reviews. And not only is it just good karma and being a good person, but reviewing everything from music to products that you purchase off of Amazon to TripAdvisor for uh, you know places that you visit, restaurants, hotels, you're opening up yourself, your views, and potentially connecting that many more people that might not be connecting with your music and finding you through the review process. I took this uh, firsthand this summer on the book tour every, for all 73 days, I reviewed the hotels, I reviewed the landmarks, I reviewed the restaurants, I, I went review crazy just to see what would happen, and the results were astonishing. I mean, it really, the, the numbers that came up, not just on social media, not just in the sales of the book and the interaction, but just as much as we want reviews as musicians, other places do too. And that kind of karma mixed with optimization can go a long way. You know, I was actually going to just add right up front, though. It, it's, it's sort of funny, but I encounter most musicians who don't actually ask for reviews. That's a good point, too. You know, they, they, they look for major reviews. They want a publicist to go reach out to this website and get them to review it because it's going to look great and it'll go into our press kit. But surprisingly, I hardly ever encounter artists posting on Facebook and asking their fans to go review the album. And I make that a integral part of my content strategy with clients I work with is, you know, when your album hits street date, you need to be pounding people to go review it and go rate it on, on, on iTunes and on Amazon. You know, there, there can be reviews on your website, but those two places are actually pretty important. Those are your big 800-pound gorillas where people will go buy your music. And I know from my personal experience, if I go to an artist's iTunes page that I've got a little interest in, I'm not talking about your diehards. Your diehards are going to buy your music regardless. But the casual fan who just encountered you, I land on your iTunes page and there's no reviews. Nobody's rated it. What goes through my head is nobody likes it. That's what I think. Nobody likes it because nobody said anything about it. I may not actually buy your record at that point in time. But if I land there and I see five reviews, four stars on average, okay, I'm feeling pretty comfortable about dropping my $9.99 to get this at this point in time because some other people bought it, liked it, gave it some decent reviews. I'll give it a shot. Um, and the same goes for doing that on Amazon. And and frankly, maybe Amazon's even more important. I know when it comes to normal product purchases, I do all of my research on Amazon. 
by going and reading reviews from other people, whether it's whether it's a book, whether it's music, whether it's a new computer or whatever. I'm reading the reviews. And again, if you don't have any reviews, to me, it subconsciously says something. So so part, part of my content strategy is day one, it's out. We want you to go review it. We love and play it up this way. We love reading all your reviews. Head over to Amazon and head over to iTunes. Alternate every other day and leave us a review and we're going to go read them. What that does is two things. One, it gives you another reason to put a link up to iTunes. Because if they go to iTunes, maybe they'll buy it while they're there. Two, it gives you a new source of content that you can start sharing and posting. Because now when people start leaving these reviews and you've gotten, even get one, you've gotten one great review posted, the next day, guess what you do? You copy that review from Amazon or iTunes. You paste it into your Facebook post and say, wow, thanks, Lauren. This was an awesome review. Paste the review in and put a link back to iTunes or back to Amazon and say something like, we'd love it if you guys would go leave your review now. So now you're not responsible for generating content. Your fans are. You're posting only positive stuff. And you're sending people back to a place where they could hopefully purchase. I think it's also a careful amount of how many when you start to see those reviews coming. Um, in, in a lot of the content sort of editorial calendar stuff that I discuss on my end with my clients, I like to say, okay, putting up these reviews even once a week as opposed to here Monday, here was our review. Then Tuesday, we got this review. Or, you know, even I, I like the negative reviews. Um, I, I find that, in, especially in music, a negative review can get people talking, can get people well, it might defending get your, that yeah, music. <laughs> you might drive your diehards back to respond to that review. Um, you, you, you definitely have to be careful how much you post. You know, if you're starting to get a lot of reviews and you shouldn't be posting six reviews every single day. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not opposed to while it's your release window, it just, you just hit your release this week and you haven't gotten any of the major reviews yet. Nothing's come in from any major publication, so you don't have any reviews. If all you got are fan reviews, one of those a day, I'm fine with for the first week or so because that's the most important time period for your release. If you don't post anything, you're not talking about your album and nobody knows what's going on. That's so, a good point. So post them. But what I do like is alternating. One day it's iTunes. The next day it's Amazon. Then go back to iTunes. Maybe you're on some other site that has reviews. Send them to that site. You know, break it up so they're going to different places. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it would be great that somebody goes there, actually makes the purchase, and leaves a review. But as as I've told people many times on my podcasts, um, even if you watch the podcast on YouTube, go over to iTunes and leave a review anyway. You don't have to have actually purchased it. You don't have to buy it from iTunes or Amazon. You can go leave a review. 
Amazon actually though, this is something that they changed recently and I've gotten, I've gotten nailed for this. Um, when I was asking some people to do some reviews on Amazon, um, a verified purchase review is worth its weight in gold. Sure. Where yep. a non-verified yep. one, it'll go up and then if there are a series of reviews in a given day, if it's if if Amazon sees it as too many, they'll drop the unverified. I lost a series of reviews on the artist guide that way. And I contacted, I contacted Amazon. I talked to another guy who had a book up and he said he saw the same thing. Um, that the, the, the very, I'm not, I have no idea how it works on iTunes, but yeah, the, the verified is, is worth its weight in gold and it can on Amazon, it will bring up your SEO when people search for stuff like that. The more of the verified that you have, you know, positive or negative. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so my point is, you got to ask for reviews. Your fans, the majority of your fans are just not going to go give you a review because they love the album. You'd like to think that even your diehard fans are not going to go leave a review just because they love it. You need to remind them to go leave a review. You need to show them that you're going to show some recognition by posting these great reviews because we've talked about this many times. Fans want recognition more than anything else. And wouldn't it be so cool that my favorite band shared my review from iTunes on their Facebook page for every other fan to see? So, like so, so go do that. But now back to you, to the to whole original point is, yeah, you need to go leave reviews. It gives you a presence. It, it, you know, depending on where you're leaving the review, you may or may not have the opportunity to actually leave a link back to your website. You might have the ability to put a live link back to your website within your review, which might drive somebody back. And with, by going to these review sites like TripAdvisor, Yelp, even your Amazon profile, you can have you can have your profile. I mean, the same thing with Facebook. Facebook, you can go in and review a restaurant. You can review a musician. If somebody likes what you said, if somebody doesn't like what they said, they click through, and in that call to action, in 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 a vague sense, there you are. I I did, you know, I've done so many reviews for for hotels and I've gotten just a great response from that. It's also, it's, it's being honest. You know, you can't, you can't say nice things about everybody. They're going to just shut you down or think, you know, you're being too nice or biased, mm -hmm. but you know, doing those, doing those reviews, it's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly helpful. And again, I like, I like your point. And, and in a way that's your point is, is more prevalent and present with the musician today. You go, you absolutely got to go out there and ask for those reviews. But at the same time, and it is secondary, give those reviews. That simple thing of you went, you played at a club, the restaurant that was next door. I mean, the small things. I remember when I was in San Francisco, I reviewed uh, the Hilton, and the Hilton has they have my book up in the up in the lounge, and they said, you know, we still have your book. It was great to see you. Can't wait for you to come back. They made some like cross reference about we have authors and these people and these people staying with us. You never know where the cross marketing is. It takes seconds. It, I mean, it's under a minute to put up a simple review. And being involved in those sites like TripAdvisor, Yelp, Amazon, iTunes, Facebook, and even the Google reviews, it's bringing your name out and your views out that much more. Yeah, and don't be afraid to review other bands. 
did you go to a club and you saw another band go leave and you liked it go leave a review did you buy their cd at their merch stand and you listened to it and you were really shocked how much you loved it leave a leave them a great review you you know that that that's creating a sense of community and unfortunately this doesn't happen with most artists but you're going to find one artist that you do that that they're going to turn around and tell their community of fans how cool this band was that they left this amazing review and Absolutely. and in the eyes of a fan that's an endorsement so if my favorite band likes this other band i'm going to go check out this other band and you might pick up a couple more fans that way. And you can build in your promo packs, you can build up your reviews. It does like what you had mentioned earlier was a great point. You know, immediately, yes, you might not have the biggest review or the biggest name, but as you're soliciting for reviews, I guess you could almost call this like the third part. Right. Um, don't just go in your backyard. Talk to, you know, ask bloggers that are in Russia, ask other people around the country, around the world to review you. Maybe it's a small paper in San Francisco or the Boston Globe in Massachusetts or the Seattle Times or what, you know, the Houston Chronicle, whatever. Each day to solicit a different review, to explain what you're, you know, what you're doing, what you're looking for. Yeah, not everybody's going to respond, but you can begin to build up this catalog of reviews. And they recommend this to authors. It's the same thing with musicians. Reaching out not just to your existing fan base, but who can possibly review your product, your book, your music. And adding to that, which becomes a simple, ta a simple daily task, even if you just do it five days a week, you will build up this great review page and, and get away that one of my things and it's, it's a pet peeve for me. Don't tell me about, you know, a five-star review you got on reverb nation or CD baby, you know, it, at least name, name a person name, even if it's a small magazine or a small newspaper, at least give it some level of media credential as opposed to something that could be put up by just anybody, uh, anybody going in there using anonymous. Yeah, you know, a fan review doesn't really belong in your press kit. No. Not at all. I mean, it's it's a fan review. I expect they're going to be glowing. A press kit should have impartial, if all possible, third-party reviews from magazines, newspapers, websites, radio stations, whatever it might be. Um, but But don't. Don't feel like there's no value if it isn't a major name. If it's not, you know, there's, I've encountered a few artists who they don't care unless it's the biggest newspaper in the metropolitan area. They don't want any reviews otherwise. It's like, no, you get every single review you can from somebody else. The people reading a press kit nine times out of ten are not going to pay attention to how big or how small is that reviewer. Nobody's going to go search them out to see if they're really a big reviewer or not. They're just looking at, yeah, hey, you got 20 people that gave you some positive comments. That's pretty good. That must and you be can bold up, And you can bold up in that, whether it's a newspaper or a local entertainment magazine, by stretching out outside of your backyard and not having everything be you know, San Francisco, Sausalito, Vero Beach, wherever you are. 
to state, okay, it could be a small college paper, but let's say the UMass Collegian, and you have Amherst, Massachusetts, and then you have something out of San Diego, and then you have something out of Montana. These all might be small, uh, you know, small media, you know, outlet outlets the, the 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 papers themselves, but it showcases a broader array and a span of where you're reaching. And even if it's just those three people in those three cities and you have no other contact in those locations, you've still spread across the U.S. And that's a little bit more impressive. Yep. Yep. All that belongs in your press kit, by all means. Again, keep keep the fan stuff. Fan stuff is great on your website. Fan stuff is great on your Facebook page. It doesn't need to go into a press kit. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I think like like you were saying, get out there and ask the fans. Get you know get get moving on that. Also, give those reviews, whether it's music, whether it's products, hotels, anything, and continue to solicit the reviews to to you know grow the recognition and the optimization for your product. Yeah, wonderful. and don't and again, I think don't worry about bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, a lot of times you can take a bad review and make it a good review. It's called poll quotes. <laughs> it's like this part of the sentence, dot, 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 that part of the sentence. What's the dot, dot, dot? Well, that's where it said this sucked. But everything you kept around it makes it sound like a great review. Boom, it's in there. I've done this so many times. It's, it, you know, it's just getting creative with a review. Don't, don't, a lot of times you can take that bad review and frame it in a way that will work just fine and other times i still like the negatives too i'll put these otherwise yeah put the full-on negative review up there if you know you've got a a good relationship with your fan base that that they will take action if you request it put that bad review up there with a link to the comment section on that blog's website and say hey could you guys head over there and you know Leave some comments. You, as the artist, don't need to get involved in it. Let your fans take on the battle. Let them take the heat. <laughs> Sick them, whoa. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you know, you got, you got to ask if you want to receive something. That was one of the, one of the lessons in my KISS School of Marketing ebook is you've got, if you want something, you've got to ask for it. It just isn't volunteered to you. So there you go. Another quick uh, War Stories uh, tidbit for you guys. As always, leave us comments on YouTube, on Facebook. Tweet us. Head over to iTunes. We want your reviews. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating, good or bad. Hopefully it's a good one. Um, let us know what you think. If you got any comments, questions, whatever, we love, we love to hear from you guys. So... Um, that's it, I guess, until another episode of War Stories in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone.